Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick with the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'm bringing you guys Week 11 Wide Receiver Rankings for Fantasy Football in 2020. Inside of this video, we are going to be going over my top 32 wide receiver rankings for Week 11 of the 2020 Fantasy Football season. If at any point inside of this video, you guys end up having a great time, you guys end up enjoying, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below, because not only is it free, I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 Fantasy Football Championship. And real quick, before we get into it again, I'd like to give you guys a quick word from my friends and my sponsor over at drafters.com. Drafters.com offers a variety of games on their website as well as a variety of sports, but obviously here we're a fantasy football channel, so we'll focus on fantasy football. One of my favorite games to play on their website is the $5.50 NFL Sunday Whale. It's pretty much a GPP tournament, which means you're going to be drafting up against four players, but you're actually playing up against a much bigger pool for a very high prize pool to make a decent amount of money. Now, it's very, very fun to play and super easy because, again, you're just drafting up against four guys to fill out a lineup of two quarterbacks, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, and two flex spots. And if you magically create that one lineup, you're going to be getting dividends back your way. There's a variety of games on their website as well. There's just head-to-head matchups where you're drafting you versus another player for a variety of prices as well. I've done that for Monday Night Football. It was just a $1 game, and I ended up winning $2. It's just very simple, and it's very fun, and it doesn't have to cost you too much money. There's a variety of games from $1 all the way up to like $250. So make sure you guys check it out, drafters.com. Use code NOTORIOUS at checkout. For a 50% deposit bonus up to $100 with a 10 times rollover on that bonus to withdrawal. And we are back. Let's get into it. Week 11 wide receiver rankings. We begin with wide receivers 1 through 12. Now, coming in at number one on the week, we have Devontae Adams at the Indianapolis Colts. Now, it appears Devontae Adams is going to be banged up going into this game. My assessment of this situation is that he will end up suiting up and playing on Sunday up against the Indianapolis Colts. Now, the Indianapolis Colts defense does look very tout, but they have not faced competition like the Green Bay Packers and Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is simply one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, if not the best wide receiver in the NFL, and I think he'll be able to overcome this tougher matchup up against the Indianapolis Colts in Indianapolis. Now, obviously, guys, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, as well as all the other wide receivers that played in that game last night, DeAndre Hopkins in the Cardinals versus Seattle Seahawks game. They're not going to be in this video. Why? Because they already played, and I figured it would be redundant to put them in the video because they have already played. So if you guys are wondering fucking why some of these guys are pushed up higher like the back part of the guys are moved up higher obviously because a bunch of guys already ended up playing and number two we have Tariq Hill at the Las Vegas Raiders and Tyreek Hill has been very 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 good thus far this season this game looks to be in my opinion one of the biggest shootouts of the week Tyreek Hill and friends in Kansas City going up against a not so hot Las Vegas defense and the Vegas team looks very very good they look prone to be able to potentially even go out and straight up win this fucking game up against the Kansas City Chiefs. So I expect Tyreek Hill to get a whole lot of balls thrown his way. At number three, we have Keenan Allen going up against the New York Football Jets. Now, the New York Football Jets defense is complete and utter fucking atrocious. The... LA Chargers offense did look stunted last week up against the Miami Dolphins, but that's because they have one of the better defenses in the NFL. Keenan Allen is now going up against one of the worst defenses in the NFL, so based upon my hypothesis, this means that Keenan Allen is going to have a very, 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 very good game. I expect Justin Herbert to absolutely cock-slap the New York Football Jets. At number four, we have Julio Jones at the New Orleans Saints. Now, Julio Jones has been very, 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 very consistent thus far this season. 
Julio's safety and upside are very, very high in every single matchup. The guy's floor is very high, meaning like his lowest score is very high, and his highest score, his ceiling, is absolutely to the goddamn moon. The New Orleans Saints defense has looked very, very, very good thus far this season, especially as of recently, and I'm not going to undermine that, but I think with Taysom Hill under center, we may actually see a not-so-hot New Orleans Saints offense. I actually think the Saints probably should have went with Taysom Hill, and we're going to be talking about that later with Michael Thomas. I like Julio Jones a lot this game. I think the Atlanta Falcons are going to be scoring a decent amount of points. I think with the return of Calvin Ridley, that opens the offense up so, so much more. At number five, we have scary Terry McLaurin going up against the Cincinnati Bengals this week. The Bengals defense is absolute dick. We saw Alex Smith and Terry McLaurin put up quite the good game last week up against the Detroit Lions, and this matchup is even easier for Terry McLaurin. I moved him up significantly based on what I had him at earlier in the week. I just feel a lot more confident now in Terry McLaurin to be a top five guy on the week. The Bengals defense is just so shit, and with how Alex Smith has looked, I feel very confident in Terry McLaurin this week at number five. And number six, we have Calvin Ridley at the New Orleans Saints. Now, I know I talked about him definitely returning kind of with Julio. Now, there's definitely a chance he ends up missing, but in my opinion, based on what I've seen out of Calvin Ridley, I believe he suits up this Sunday against the New Orleans Saints, and we've seen Calvin Ridley have very big games in the matchups the Atlanta Falcons have had in this division. I think that Ridley is able to get it done this week as a top six wide receiver. I expect this game to be decently high scoring, unless Taysom Hill is not as good as many believe he will be. I don't think Taysom Hill is very good. At number seven, we have Michael Thomas versus the Atlanta to Falcons. Now, if Jameis was the quarterback, I would feel 90 times more comfortable, in my opinion, with Michael Thomas. Sure, Jameis Winston will turn over the ball and do some absolutely dumb stuff with the ball. I already know that. He will make throws that make absolutely no sense, and half the time, Michael Thomas will end up with a touchdown. The other half of the time, he'll throw a pick six, but that's just why we like Jameis Winston. Now, Michael Thomas now with Taysom Hill, I'm not too sure how to understand this situation. I think he will be very likely to throw it to Michael Thomas on the super-duper safe slant, so he should still be fine, but I would have preferred to see Jameis Winston for Michael Thomas. Let me know what you guys think about that. Do you think the Saints made a mistake starting Taysom Hill this week instead of the W-Eater, famous Jameis Winston? At number eight, we have Adam Thielen versus the Dallas Cowboys. We saw Adam Thielen go absolutely crazy on Sunday night or Monday night football up against the Chicago Bears last week. An absolute murder from Adam Thielen. I think Adam Thielen's going to be able to do the same thing this week up against the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys defense is not good at all. Adam Thielen looked very good up against a tougher opponent last week in the Bears. So as long as they don't run the ball 7 million times with Dalvin Cook. So that Dalvin Cook completely ruins this offense for fantasy football, then Adam Thielen should be able to put up quite the good game. At number nine, we have Bobby Trees, Bobby Woods at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, Robert Woods is kind of scary for me this week. The upside to me is immense, though. I think this is going to be a very high-scoring matchup, as Sean McVay is probably pissed that Tampa Bay Tom Brady beat him when he was a New England Patriots quarterback in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. So I think Robert Woods and the boys are going to be fired up in this matchup. This is definitely a tougher one up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, but I do think that this one's going to be a relatively high-scoring game, which will involve Robert Woods getting the ball a whole lot of times this week. And number 10, we have Tyler. Yeah, boy! going up against the Washington football team. Now, Tyler Boyd hasn't been amazing as of recently. That's true. T. Higgins has looked better than him at points in the season, but there's also been points of the season where Tyler Boyd looked very good. Now, this Washington football team front seven is very, very good, but the front seven, those are the guys that are going to be sending their way 
towards Joe Burrow. You guys cover in the middle of the field. Tyler Boyd will be up against one of those bum-ass corners that the Washington football team for some reason employs. So I think Tyler Boyd is going to be able to have a good game here at the Washington football team. At number 11, we have CK Cooper Cup at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, I always prefer Robert Woods over Cooper Cup. Why is that? That's because Cooper Cup typically never gets those other kind of plays that they give to Robert Woods. Those other kind of plays are these run plays, these jet sweeps, these plays that get Robert Woods additional touches outside of the receiving game. Typically, they give that to Robert Woods. I have... I don't think this season so far I've seen them give one to Cooper Cup that way, so that's why I like Robert Woods slightly more. I think Cup's in for a big game as well, though, since I feel like this one is going to be a very high-scoring matchup. At number 12, we have Chase Claypool at the Jacksonville Jaguars. He absolutely skyrocketed up my rankings through the week as well. This Jacksonville Jaguars defense is pure, complete, and utter dog shit. Chase Claypool looks very good on a weekly basis, a very safe offense as a whole in the Pittsburgh Steelers. But like I always say... Most games, one of these guys is going to not do good. The question is, which one will it be? Will it be Claypool? Will it be Juju? Or will it be Deontay Johnson? That is the biggest question. To me, I like Claypool the most, then Johnson, then Juju Smith-Schuster. But in reality, Juju's pretty much the one on the team. Claypool's the three. Johnson's the two. So it's very kind of confusing to assess this wide receiver core in Pittsburgh. Personally, I like Claypool the most, so I will have him inside of my top 12. Let me know also down below how you guys order it. Chase Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Deontay Johnson. Now on to wide receivers 13 through 24, so if you guys have enjoyed again thus far, please make sure you hit that subscribe button down below. Number 13, we have A.J. Brown going up against the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. Now, A.J. Brown has not looked great as of recently. The Baltimore Ravens defense is tough, but we saw last time these two teams faced off in the AFC playoff picture. Last season, A.J. Brown and the Tennessee Titans absolutely bullied the Baltimore Ravens. Will that be able to happen again? I don't know. But what I do know is A.J. Brown is a very talented wide receiver with a very, very, very good quarterback in Ryan Tannehill. So I think A.J. Brown's going to be able to get it done this week. So I got him as wide receiver 13. I think he's in for a big bounce back here. My confidence in the player is just very high. I understand this matchup up against Baltimore is not ideal, but I will put him inside my top 13, though my confidence level with him is diminishing as uh, he just hasn't played that good as of recently. At number 14, we have Deontay Johnson at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Deontay Johnson is frankly unreal when he doesn't get hurt. Knock on wood. Now, I've talked about this before in other videos, but I have dubbed it the Deontay Johnson system. What it is, is you put the motherfucker on your bench, and then like two minutes before kickoff, you throw him in your flex or your wide receiver too, and then he doesn't get hurt because he balls out when he's on your bench. Every time you sit Deontay Johnson, this motherfucker whips his cock out and shoves it 20 inches down the throat of his opponents. But then when you play him in your lineup, the guy takes a shit right on your chest and initials his name. Signs a nice Deontay Johnson Hancock style on your chest in shit. That's just what happens. But if you can tease him, you let him know that you're sitting him, then boom, you fire him up. Then Deontay Johnson is going to end up being very good this week. So I like him at wide receiver 14. And number 15, we have Wiki Wiki DJ Chark versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, this is a terrible matchup for DJ Chark, but the upside is immense in this offense, considering he is very clearly the wide receiver one on this team. Obviously, there's worries that Gardner Minshew, not going to play, it's going to be Jake Lutton. So that obviously sucks cock for DJ Chark, but I think he'll be able to be just all right this week to be a top 15 wide receiver. But the wide receivers this week do have a lot of tough matchups. It's probably just because the easier matchups are on bye, or that the wide receiver core has been 
pretty hit or miss this season. These guys have really good matchups. They shit the bed. They have bad matchups. They play really good. It's been pretty confusing thus far this season, but I do think DJ Chark will be just fine at wide receiver 15, but again, his upside is limited up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Number 16, we have Double J, Justin Jefferson versus the Dallas Cowboys. Jefferson also put up quite the show up against the Bears, just like Adam Thielen did, and this is another easy matchup like we talked about with Adam Thielen. The Dallas Cowboys defense is burnt fucking toast, so I think Justin Jefferson will be able to get it done as a top 24 option as a wide receiver too. At number 17, we have Chris Godwin versus the LA Rams. Now the question is, who does Jalen Ramsey shadow? Is it going to be Evans? Is it going to be Godwin? Or is it going to be Antonio Brown? My guess is it will be Mike Evans. I think Chris Godwin has a good game, and I think that Mr. Antonio Brown actually plays pretty well as well, but then does Jalen Ramsey start moving around? Does he cover some guys, some plays, other guys, other plays? He completely shut down I don't even remember who it was last week. Just absolutely locked the guy up like his name was Kodak Black. It was it was pretty sad. But Chris Godwin has looked pretty good this season when he's healthy. So I'll be confident in putting him as a top 18 wide receiver. Even if Ramsey is covering him, I think he'll be just all right. At number 18, we have Bobby Anderson. Robbie Anderson versus the Detroit Lions. Now, my concern with Robbie Anderson has nothing to do with Robbie Anderson. Now it has to do with the quarterback position. I don't think Teddy Two Gloves is going to start at quarterback this week. I think we're going to end up with a P.J. Walker special. XFL quarterback from the Houston team. I believe he looked very good in the XFL from what I remembered. Looked pretty good a couple of weeks ago when Teddy Bridgewater got hurt in that game and he had to play the third quarter up against the Falcons. Didn't look terrible. So maybe now we see DJ Moore evolve as the wide receiver one. Or are we going to see Anderson? Or are we going to see Curtis Samuel? It's a complete and utter guess to me. The Detroit Lions is a shit defense, so if he's going to be able to spread the ball out, I think Robbie Anderson should be able to have a pretty solid game. At number 19, we have Amari Cooper at the Minnesota Vikings. Now, the Minnesota Vikings defense has looked better as of recently. Earlier in the season, they looked like a ragtag group of complete and utter dumbasses who could not stop anyone on offense. You could have had Stevie Wonder play quarterback, and he would have been dotting them up, but now they look pretty solid. Now, the question is, how good is Andy Dalton. I would assume he's going to be all right and good enough to feed Amari Cooper. So I'm going to fire up him as wide receiver 19. But again, it is kind of nerve-wracking doing that. At number 20, we have Juju Smith-Schuster at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, Juju has been on one as of recently and has looked very, very consistent. Earlier in the season, Juju Smith-Schuster was consistent, but consistent at being fucking bad for fantasy football. He had a big week one up against the Giants and then was hiding just like it was a doomsday scenario and he's just under a bunker. That's how he was playing. It wasn't very good at all, but as of recently, he's looked much, much better. This defense is very soft in the Jacksonville Jaguars, so I would not be surprised if Juju had a really good game. I wouldn't be surprised if all three of these motherfuckers absolutely slid into Jacksonville and raw-dogged them into the night, so I like all three wide receivers this week. At number 21, we have Titty Boy T. Higgins at the Washington football team. T. Higgins has been solid as of recently. He's even looked better at points in this season over Tyler Boyd. A.J. Brown, not A.J. Brown, A.J. Green is clearly washed at this point in his NFL career. Clearly not the same A.J. Green we saw a couple of years ago where we were thinking this guy is one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. And he's one of the better wide receivers I've ever seen with my two eyes back in the day. Now, the guy is just just not as good. T. Higgins going up against Washington. This is a good matchup. I like him as a wide receiver t- number two. At 22, we have Willie Will Fuller versus the New or- New England Deflatriates. Obviously getting that Stephon Gilmore treatment, but Gilmore hasn't looked like the elite corner he looked like last year. Fuller has looked very good. Did have a bad game last week, but that is due to the wind. That's why I'm kind of not completely sold off of Jarvis Landry. That game was very, very windy. Very tough matchup 
for the Houston offense as well. Cooks didn't do as well. I like both of those wide receivers this week. At 23, we have Brandon Cooks versus the New England Patriots. Cooks has honestly looked like the better receiver as of recently. Both of them kind of shit the bed last week, but I expect a big comeback for both of these guys this week. Will Fuller is very, very good, as is Brandon Cooks. Both wide receiver twos this week. I would be very hard-pressed if both of these guys failed because the Patriots defense just has not looked like what it looked like last year in the slightest. I read reports that they're one of the worst defenses in the NFL, and that doesn't surprise me. Someone I read that they were the worst defense in the NFL, and I think that guy must have a hole in his head because he's never seen the New York football Jets or the Dallas Cowboys play defense. At number 24, we have Mikey Mike Evans versus the Los Angeles Rams. Now, again, who does Jalen Ramsey lock up? I don't know. I don't know. I've seen projections that it'll be Godwin. I've seen other projections it'll be Evans, so I don't don't fucking know. I'm not Jalen Ramsey. With that said, I think Mike Evans will be fine. He'll probably end up scoring a touchdown anyways to elevate him into top 24 stardom, but if I'm being honest with you, if you have other options around these guys that are Tampa Bay wide receivers that are close in the rankings, I'd probably just pivot to another one of those players that is not on the Bucs because this Rams defense looks too legit. Too legit to quit, a a Wide receivers, 25 through 32. Number 25, we got Devontae Parker at the Denver Broncos. If you guys have enjoyed thus far, again, please make sure to hit that subscribe button. Devontae Parker, this is a juicy matchup for him. The Denver defense looks useless. They look like if you were to strap on three condoms, which actually is worse, even though you would think it's much, much safer. It's not. You should just use one, just so you know, to all of you men out there or females, obviously, you should know as well. Devontae Parker at the Denver Broncos. Now, this is a really good matchup for him, but my issue is going to be that I don't feel like they're going to run up the score in this matchup. I feel like the defense is going to do their job up against Horsecock Drew Locke by locking him down, putting a box around him, and not letting him do anything. Then what is going to occur is the Dolphins are just going to run the ball 7 million times. Now, I think Devontae Parker will get enough work early in the game to certify being a wide receiver-ish three flex option on the week, but I don't think I think his upside is really capped when they play against these bad offenses that just won't be able to do very much up against the fierce Miami Dolphins defense. Again, I am a Dolphins fan, but there's no bias in that. They are a very good defense thus far this season. If you guys have watched the Dolphins defense, you would say the same thing. 15 turnovers in 15 games in a row. So one turnover in 15 games in a row. At 26, we have Wiki Wiki DJ Moore versus the Detroit Lions. Now, again, with PJ Walker, we could be seeing Moore electrify. We could see Curtis Samuel electrify. We could see Mr. Robbie Anderson electrify, the stick man. Or we could see some random motherfucker on the team heat it up. So I don't really know. DJ Moore had a very good game last week. Hasn't been all that consistent this year, but he is one of the best wide receivers. He is, in my opinion, the best wide receiver on the team, skill set-wise. So I think he will be able to get it done with P.J. Walker as a top 32-ish wide receiver. Now, when you put him here, you're not really expecting much, but the upside is very high with a player with the skill set of DJ Moore. At number 27, we have Jacoby ja- Kobe Myers at the loss or at the Houston Texans. Now the Houston Texans defense is bad. It's so bad that JJ Watt has literally came out and said he wants to get the fuck out of town. He is the heartbeat of Houston and he is going to leave and they are going to pass away because it is not very good in Houston. Jacoby Myers threw a dime last week like he wasn't even trying in that game up against the Baltimore Ravens. The dude literally threw a pass, scored a touchdown, throw to uh, Sexy Rexy Burkhead. He has scored over 15 points in the last two games. I wouldn't be surprised if he dropped a 20 bomb here up against the Houston Texans. I actually feel like his risk is pretty high though because again with the Patriots, 
it wouldn't surprise me if they just ran the ball 7 million times on the Houston head top. At number 28, we have Mikey Mike Williams versus the New York Football Jets. Now, this guy is not safe at all. He is, like, using a condom, but instead of three ones we're using this time, we're just cutting the tip of it straight off. So your tip is going in there raw dog, and it's not going to end up very well for you. But it could end up working very well. You never know because she may just not end up getting pregnant. The defense may not end up getting pregnant. The Jets' defense is bad. Mike Williams is very good. But Mike Williams is literally either peak Mike Williams, looking like Julio fucking Jones, looking like Randy Moss, not not that he's actually that good, but looking like one of the better wide receivers in the game, making these contested pass or catches where it's just a 1v1 and he absolutely mosses the guy. And then there's other games where Mike Williams looks like a shit stain in your underwear, looks like he cannot do anything. So which Mike Williams will we get this week? I assume the good Mike Williams because we're playing up against the Jets. They're playing up against the Jets, but... Again, there's always that risk with Mikey Mike Williams, but I love the upside this week. At number 29, we have JC, Jameson Crowder at the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, Jameson Crowder is one of those players that for some fucking reason always does good. He didn't do good up against the Patriots, then they had their bye, but that's because he was coming into the game banged up. I expect him to be 100% healthy. The Chargers defense is whack. Jamison Crowder is very good at getting the ball 7 million times in the game because Adam Thielen, not Adam Thielen, Adam Gaze fucking loves him for some reason. So 29, Jamison Crowder. At number 30, we have AB. Business is booming. Call God. Antonio Brown versus the LA Rams. Now I know for sure Antonio Brown is not getting the Jalen Ramsey treatment. And this is the reason why he's at 30. Because I'm going to be honest with you. He may go off. And I say this every week about Antonio Brown. I think the skill set is still there. I think he's still a good player, but he hasn't done that game yet to where I could throw him in the top 15, right? He hasn't played that game where he takes a defense and rides them all the way to 25-plus fantasy points. Can he do it against the Rams? I think so. Will he? I don't know. That's the issue with AB is I don't know where to put him because he's not getting force-fed like I believed he would. At number 31, we have Curtis Samuel going up against the Detroit Lions. Samuel has honestly looked like the best wide receiver on this team because he's been getting fed by Teddy Bridgewater. Just like how earlier in the season, we were seeing Robbie Anderson get fed by Curtis Samuel. So do I think Curtis Samuel is the best wide receiver on the team? No, I think DJ Moore is. But do I think Curtis Samuel will potentially get a lot of looks here with PJ Walker? Maybe. So you can fire him up if you're in a deeper kind of league. And at number 32, we have Double J, Jerry, Judy versus the Miami Dolphins. Now this is a scenario where I am scared as fuck. Drew Locke likely going to play in my opinion. Maybe we see Brett gripping it and ripping it. Either way, tough matchup up against either Byron Jones or Xavier Howard. I don't like it at all. Um, but then again, the other guys that could have slotted into the third top 32 just didn't look good enough at all for me to put in there. So Judy's a very talented player, so I wouldn't be surprised if he got a couple of catches and racked up like seven PPR points, seven half PPR points. But at the end of the day, I don't feel super safe starting him up against the Miami Dolphins. So thank you guys all so much for watching this video. If you did end up enjoying, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. If you guys did end up enjoying again, please make sure to hit that subscribe button. I love each and every single one of you motherfuckers. Make sure you guys check out drafters.com. I love you all. Have a great rest of your guys' day. As always, good boy!